0: Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you.
1: It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse the Itch Man Thorn. <laughs> Jordan Morris.
2: Boy, detective. Itch Man or Edge Man?
1: The Itch Man.
2: Oh, okay. No, an Itch Man is... Both are fun!
1: <laughs> an Man, that's somebody who uh, doesn't achieve orgasm, who goes right. to the verge of orgasm without achieving orgasm. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Or is that somebody that is... No, that's an edge lord. <laughs> oh, you, edge lord! No, no, you are the is guitar player being, for you too, right? Yeah, I'm the edge. The edge man. <laughs> an edge is wait. Is an edge lord the jack? An edge lord is a jack off man, or is that Boy, somebody who we, says controversial things on the internet? We are getting into a. We are getting a little too
2: deep Reddit for me here.
1: Okay, yeah.
2: I'm. I'm. I'm I. These read to me as things that. Come from Reddit, uh-huh. but I don't know where specifically or what you're talking about. Hey, I'm right there
1: with you, man. <laughs>
2: so you are... Uh...
1: I mean, I enjoy that Reddit about thrift store hauls. Sure. Although, for my money, too many Nickelodeon alarm clocks.
2: I mean, I'm I... am are not that excited about your Nickelodeon alarm clock. And I like... R slash obscure media, where I get to watch old Chuck E. Cheese commercials, <laughs> which go. are weirdly soothing. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway. Um, no, I'm the itch man. Itch man. I'm the itch man. And I'll tell you how it's a, it's a funny story how mm. I got this nickname. Yeah. Uh, the other day, I was unusually itchy. Okay. Just all over, all around. So it was at the end of the story? <laughs> I had an all around itch situation. Right. I was scratching. I got so itchy, Jordan. Mm-hmm. You. What do you say? Um, I was so itchy, Jordan. Is that the one about masturbating? <laughs> no, no. Sorry, I'll give it to you again. I'm about, okay. I was so itchy, Jordan. How itchy were you? I woke myself up from itchiness. Wow. Yeah, I was itchy, so itchy that I woke up from itchy. Is it isolated in a specific zone? Oh no, it's in. It, well, it's an all over itch. Eyeballs
2: included. Your eyeballs are also
1: itchy. There are relative. There are relative peaks and valleys of itchiness, but it's all—it's not a localized itchiness. Mm-hmm. And I think it was seasonal allergies compounded by being in the mountains. I went to my cabin for a holiday mm-hmm. weekend. Sure. And that's and where the itchiness that, struck. And on the way to the cabin,
2: you stopped at a barber shop to roll around on the floor.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I actually went to a dander factory.
2: Oh, sure. Wow, they make that at a factory?
1: <laughs> yeah. And you actually sprinkle it on your pets. Yeah. Oh which wow. Which I would think that what you would do if you were allergic is just not do the sprinkling. But it right. seems like the sprinkling is essential to their well being in some way.
2: Well, I mean, dander factories are a great American institution. Yeah. I mean, as we know, uh you know, one of our big um, One of our big, you know, sticking points on this podcast is bringing manufacturing back to America. Yeah, USA number one. Absolutely. And I think,
1: you know, support support local dander. I am so sick of these dander bots replacing human- Thank you. Union, Thank you. Union member mm-hmm. dander workers. Right. Are being replaced by overseas robots. Thank you. Local 417 forever. Dander dandermen And women. Mm-hmm. Well- anyway. Since 1977. Right, exactly. The when lawsuit. The, when the dander factories opened up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Finally. hmm Not to mention the Dandermans Benevolent Association. Right. Which also was forced to become the Dander Persons Benevolent Association. I think that's ultimately for the best. hmm You know, women, women need good union jobs, too. Absolutely. Uh, support big dander. That's uh-huh. what I say.
2: <laughs> big oil, big pharma, eh, I can take them or leave them, but big dander... Although I that's am, a that 's a big I can get behind,
1: can I tell you my position on dander yes, shop local oh sure <laughs> yeah. yeah i like la- I prefer a local artisanal
2: dander right there's a guy there's a guy in Highland Park mm-hmm. working out of his dad's old garage right, and he just he, oh that dander it is so so fine it just it just gets right in your nostrils. Uh-huh. and i I don't know and there's a It has notes,
1: you know? It has notes. I love notes. Something that you can't get. Top notes. Base uh, notes. Something, sure. A, C. Yeah. Blueberry? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. These are notes. Uh, should we introduce our guest? on the I program? would love to. Uh, our guest on this week's program, a uh, beloved friend of Jordan, Jesse Go, making her second appearance on the program. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, might be third, second. I think it's second, second appearance on the program. It's the second, uh, but it feels like third. That's how. <laughs> uh, that's how comfortable we are. I don't
3: know how I feel about that. <laughs> She's
1: uh, the co-host of the Smash Hit podcast. Go fact yourself. Yes. And she recently <laughs> murdered Peter Sagal and took his place on. <laughs> wait, wait, don't tell yeah, me. Sagal had it coming. Finally. We got rid Good. of Sagal. Shanked him in the shower. So, too busy when you're in Los Angeles to come on Jordan Jessica. Yeah. Hey, Sagal?
2: Well, well. we got the new Sagal. <laughs>
1: we murdered you now. Yeah. You're dead. Dead men tell no tales. Sure.
3: I murdered him via Dander. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, boy. Dander. Death by it was Dander. A really mm-hmm. tough
1: time with Dander. Yep. He's a successful road runner. Yeah. He likes to go for runs, but uh, <laughs> can't yeah. handle the dander. Helen Hong, we should say. Helen Hong. Hello, oh, hi, Helen. hi,
3: Helen. Welcome back. Thank you Welcome so much back. for having me, and thank you for that that wonderful intro. I have been getting uh, increasingly itchy as I've been sitting
2: here. <laughs> that, yeah, itching I is one just, of those things where it, when someone talks, you notice your itches. Oh,
3: I'm like super itchy, and uh, and I read something recently about itchiness that uh, your bo- the reason why actually once you start an itchy like. It, a phase? A session. A, a session? A, an itch session. That it, that it kind of uh, grows and grows and grows because your body gets addicted to the, um, it releases dopamine. Mm. Oh, yeah, Once you sure. start scratching, your body's, ooh, I like that.
1: That's probably why I, I like get so itchy that. whenever I'm playing the slots. <laughs> 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 I do.
2: I am a man who has very itchy feet. Mm. And I think Ooh. it is – It's a big part of it is my uh, my love of uh, wearing uh, sneakers with no socks.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That'll
2: do
1: it. You're I'll, saying uh, you have a fungal infection.
2: Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, basically.
3: Basically, I have a foot fungus. Uh-huh. Um, I think they make sprays and powders. Oh,
2: I have sprays and powders, Helen. <laughs> oh. oh, you should see my medicine cabinet. Jordan, have you d- – All sprays and powders. Have you considered salves or unguents? Oh, oh have I? Okay. I've got those too. I bought – I literally have – a, and and I, I will I'm I'm always testing new ones because mm. right. I'm always like, can I be less itchy? Mm. Right. That's the question I'm always asking myself.
1: You've talked to all the witches in town. <laughs> <laughs> sure. East, <laughs> west.
2: Good. Um, and I uh, and I I've I've settled on one I like. There's a gold bond spray. OK. Uh-oh. And it just it. It's soothing, it's medicated, mm. and it blasts out with just the perfect amount of intensity. Ooh. Oh, yeah. It hurts just a little. Oh, oh, a okay. little sting. little sting, Ooh, yeah. you know? like That's a, so good. Like a good whiskey, you know? Oh. A
1: little sting, a little edge, and you got yourself a regular <laughs> traveling Wilbur. <laughs> sure, I, don't,
3: yeah. I don't think I've ever been sexually aroused by the uh, description of a gold bond medicated <laughs> spray, but I, I'm <laughs> oh, feeling a little like, Welcome to my world, Helen. Okay. <laughs> well, let me Ooh. introduce
1: you to my friend, Mr. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> um, he'll endorse
2: anything. <laughs> yeah. um, but before that, my number one was a was an army powder that I got from the army surplus store. It was, like, oh. it was like it was like, and it's just in this gray bottle, and it says like army powder. No <laughs> you're kidding, it's, it's something like that. It's oh like my God. military issue. <laughs> and yeah, and I would go to yeah, and that was my that was my foot. That was my foot, you know, foot relief the, of choice. There's
3: probably six ingredients that are not legal in the United States in that product, right, And that's yes. probably why exactly. it was the most effective.
1: You wanted something strong enough for a serviceman, <laughs> mm-hmm. but pH balanced for,
3: Jordan. <laughs> for, 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 for a Jordan. Yeah, for a loser. Yes, exactly. <laughs> totally not FDA regulated.
2: I do not need that much. Uh, I do not need that much uh, medication, but I got it. Got it on my tootsies, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a gold bond spray man now.
1: Oh. Are you concerned at all about creating super bugs? Um, how so? I wasn't before. <laughs> oh, maybe I am. Well, I think like some... Starship Troopers. Yeah, <laughs> I would like to know more. Are you concerned That's a about to Starship Casper Troopers. Van Dien? <laughs> I am now. <laughs> um, well, you know, I did have a little Jake Busey problem. I think some. He's also in Starship Troopers. Sometimes what happens is if you're using a, an antibiotic or. Mm-hmm. Sure. A bug insecticide, killing, yeah, right? Any sure.
3: bug killing thing.
1: And then what happens is bugs have very short life cycles, and uh, they create a lot of um, uh, other bugs, other bugs,
3: <laughs> and so that evolve.
1: And so you, they evolve beyond yeah. your ability to defend against them. Oh boy! But by in excessively defending against them, you then create super bugs. So what, does that also apply to funguses? I think that probably does. Is a fungus <laughs> a bug? fair. Yeah. <laughs> a fungus is definitely a type of bug. Yeah.
3: Where is Neil deGrasse Tyson
2: when you need him? I, he's, uh, he's already, he started his essay
1: about <laughs> Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom.
2: I reason- he wanted to get it, the movie's not out yet, but he wanted to start on all the things that are bullshit about it based on the trailer. Yeah.
1: I recently was yelled at by my four-year-old mm-hmm. for suggesting that bugs are a type of creature. Mm.
3: Oh, are they not?
1: Animals are creatures. Oh. People are animals, so they are creatures. Okay. But be- bugs are not creatures. Oh. Yeah.
3: They're critters. There's <laughs> a yeah. difference. Yeah. Do you guys remember that
2: song from childhood that goes, people are animals, animals too? Anyway, I do. <laughs> <laughs> something I remember. Okay. Uh, Is that from Free to Be thing. You and Me? I, something like that, yes. It yeah. might actually be from Free to Be You and Me. Yeah. Oh. Um, But speak. So I guess the thing we were alluding to at the toppers—that's what I call the top of the show. I call Mm -hmm. it the toppers. Mm -hmm. Um, I call it it the poppers.
1: (laughs) Do a few poppers, right? Right, Sure.
2: Your your, yeah, your club drug of choice. (laughs) Uh Jesse's a big popper head. Your butt
3: is ready. I mean, I've been known to.
2: (laughs) Your butt is ready,
1: sir. (laughs) Maybe you would like to have a drink at the bar while we prepare your butt. (laughs) I'll fall into a hole from time to time. Sure. Yeah. Generally, I'm a pop man. Yeah. Um, I'm a it... Pop-Tart, as they're
3: called. <laughs> <laughs> a real Pop-Tart. He's a Pop-Tart. His butt's always Sure.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm a toaster strudel. <laughs> That's
2: how I sexually identify. <laughs> Put the icing on me after I get out of the
3: toaster. <laughs> I, Helen, I believe. I'm a Cinnabon. <laughs> I am a Cinnabon. Oh, sure, because... Not only a Cinnabon, a classic. <laughs> sure. So, apparently, they call the classic Cinnabon, they call it the old school what I was taught that. What's by a the new school? Five year old this weekend. A five year old was like. <laughs> I said the phrase "old school" and she was like, "Like it's Cinnabon," and I was like, "What?"
2: <laughs> that is so strange. Yeah, I guess I didn't. I have not been to a Cinnabon in a while, Me just because neither. I haven't been to the San Jose airport in a while, <laughs> right? Which is where our, the primary place one gets a Cinnabon. Yeah. <laughs> no. um, but I, yeah, I guess I don't know what's going on with them and why do they now. Have, do they yeah. sell
1: Cinnabon at Sbarro? <laughs> it
2: seems like a yeah. Seems like a missed opportunity. A if combo, not. yeah. A
3: deep, a deep dish, <laughs> a and baked a- ziti,
1: <laughs> topped with a cinnabon. I've been put off of all uh, like consumer, uh, like mass consumer baked good chain stores mm. because I sometimes take the subway to work, and in Union Station in Los Angeles there is an Anti M's Donuts. <sighs> And, I mean, not donuts, uh, pretzels. Uh, pretzels, pretzels. Thank yeah. you. And uh, I and you have to walk past, like, to transfer from the gold line to the red line. Oh, not so to gotta... give you guys too much insider info oh, here boy. about the my <laughs> past You're to work. you about to get shanked on the way to work. <laughs> but to transfer from the gold line to the red line, you have to walk past this thing. And it's one of those stores, like Subway, that is defined by the baking smell yeah. that is emanating sure. from and it, it's, pumping out a kind of a mist. Yeah, and I, I'm not honestly—I've never been that interested in the subway smell, but mm. the Auntie M smell is world class. Absolutely, it smells so good. Mm. Uh, but the problem is that I I have twice bought the pretzel. You
3: have because you I succumb uh, to the smell because
1: it's right at like only you know, two times.
3: It's you're made ser- of steel. I know, seriously, I was gonna say I it, would you're do doing it once it. a
1: week. <laughs> well, here's the thing: it's you know. So first of all, to explain my weakness, it's nine o'clock in the morning. It's like the exact time <laughs> yeah. that you're ready for. I've eaten it's my breakfast at, your at seven. You know, and oh. I, you know, I, I, I eat my grape nuts or whatever, my punishment food. Mm-hmm. The
3: coffee's kind of wearing off.
1: And I kind of, yeah, the, oh. the idea of that pretzel starting to sound really good. And maybe they have a cheese sauce. I like a cheese sauce with mm. a pretzel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I order the pretzel. And every time I get it, I'm like, this sucks. This is worse than a super pretzel <laughs> from the supermarket. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So now it's I distrust all Mrs. Fields cookies. Mm. I distrust oh. Cinnabon. Oh. OK. I distrust, I now distrust all chain bacon. Oh good yeah. storefronts s- because s- I feel like I've been so burned by Auntie M's pretzels and like I've made pretzels at my house mm. it's a little you have to buy food grade lye it's sure. a little complicated a yeah <laughs> but, the, but other than buying the food grade lye a pretzel is like the simplest baked good in God's creation like it's like four ingredients it's the the dopiest mm. like, but, a, the,
3: but somehow you can never get the smell in your house the way they make it
1: well because I think that the Auntie M's one is just half sugar yeah, uh, but it's not sweet. I just don't like a sweet bread. And I think that, I like a like, cookie, but it, not a sweet bread. You will eat a little
2: piece of brain, though, right? I'll eat some
1: sweet breads. Yeah,
2: sure. sure.
3: By uh, the way, I've had a lady boner the entire time we've been talking about Auntie <laughs> I'm like, oh, I know what Ooh. I'm doing when I get out of this booth. And <laughs> like, Auntie's uh, uh, Auntie's a bad girl. Uh, uh, I want to be clear. I'm not fancy. Like, mm-hmm.
1: I legit love frozen super pretzels. <laughs> sure, from Costco. <laughs> from Costco, featuring baseball legend uh, Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, that's literally the best endorsement that the best player in the last twenty five years oh. of baseball can get. It's super, <laughs> super pretzels.
3: pretzels. <laughs> wow.
1: Oh, uh, Helen, the thing we were alluding to
2: is that you uh, guest hosted. Yes. Wait, wait, don't tell me. That
3: is true. Um, that is true. It's then, crazy,
2: and it was also part of a. You were telling us before we started taping that it was part of some a crazy couple of days where you also went to Turkey. I went
3: to Turkey. Yeah, and you know what's sad? They have a Sabaros in the Turkey International Airport, <laughs> like <laughs> in the Istanbul Airport, and I was so disappointed. You can get like a- they have everything. They had a they had a Panda Express. They had a Sabaros. I was like, this is Turkey.
1: You were. Hoping for some sort of exotic spice market.
3: <laughs> Come on, Istanbul Airport. I was just like, "Yeah, you guys came." I'm only here for the cardamom. <laughs>
2: sure. The uh, wait in in Turkey, in Turkey. a a a sabaro baked ziti is the new Turkish
1: delight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I did have a lot you of know Turkish what? delight. I
1: think Helen is the Turkish
2: delight. Hi.
3: Oh, hey. Yay. Yeah. Yay. I don't know why I was clapping, <laughs> <laughs> and because
1: I Love think it. some of our bravest Americans mm-hmm. are single mothers. Thank you.
2: Finally. <laughs> Thank, you. <laughs>
1: Thank you. Finally. We should explain Helen doesn't have any children, no. as
3: far <laughs> children as I know. whatsoever. Yeah. Yep. Just children. We're just making twinkle in my eye, but not even that. <laughs> so and you know, have a, but, not a, but even.
2: A, but you also have. A five-year-old in your life who knows a lot about Cinnabon.
3: That's true. Is that I, a niece or nephew or it's something? It's my best friend's kid, so okay. I call her my niece, mm-hmm. although she's not a blood relation. Mm-hmm. But yeah, apparently she's she knows she's up to speed on the latest with Cinnabon.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, and now she she thinks – it's funny that a five-year-old only thinks of the phrase old school as referring offering to Cinnabon. at i
1: Cinnabon. Right. <laughs> We happen to know that it refers to the movie Beat Street. <laughs> right. <laughs> So then
3: I was trying to explain the phrase old school. I was like, well, that's not exactly, you know, it's kind of a meaning. that
1: You're like, well, Beat Street is the the king of the beat. Uh, You you can see them rocking that beat from across the street.
3: (laughs) And she just was like, whatevs. And she went back to coloring.
1: (laughs) Helen, I feel like we have circled back to Cinnabon when we should be talking about the uh, overseas nation. The trading post of the world, Istanbul, that you just flew into. It was
3: amazing. I I got offered to do a USO gig in um, not a in a city called Adana, which mm. is the fourth largest city in Turkey, and also a nice lady that I went to high school with. Really? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. I feel like I've met an Adana and didn't know until heretofore that she was named after a city in Turkey. Yeah,
1: I'll get a nice uh, get a nice Facebook message from Adana <laughs> once every six or seven years. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice.
3: Adana is, despite being the fourth largest city in Turkey, and when we were you know taking off and landing in the plane, I was like, this is a huge city. In the airport, it's still small and quaint enough that the toilets in the Adana airport are still like those porcelain holes in the ground. Oh, my. Yeah, which I posted a photo of on Instagram saying, oh, this is bringing back some immigrant memories. (laughs) I was going (laughs) to say, had you whole whole peed before? I totally had, yeah, because uh, I went to uh, – my parents are from South Korea, and although I lived here my whole life, I went to visit as a kid and shocked – shocked i tell you at this hole in the ground scenario i was like what yeah and i posted it on instagram and people were still like how do you poop and i was like you just let it fly (laughs) you just let it fly i mean
1: you poop more naturally than you do on a western style toilet yeah
3: it's like extreme squatty potty yeah i is uh, is cleanup different or more difficult I mean, you just have to. It, there's more balancing involved mm-hmm. okay. on your feet, right? Sure. So you got to do. You got to like get into a deep squat. Probably good for the calves. Yeah. I would imagine this kind of pooping. Deep squat, and so there's more. I think danger of tipping over. Which okay, you oh, really sure. don't want to do. Yeah, uh, but cleanup isn't different. You, there's still TP there on a roll. Okay, and you just. Uh, you just, I guess you got to reach around further.
1: Sure. Yeah. There's
3: a little more. It's reach. a
2: little
1: more of a journey. <laughs> <laughs> this may no longer be true, but when I visited Japan, a, a nation not far from uh, Korea, mm-hmm. I it, when I this would be 25 years ago mm-hmm. so when I was a, when I was a middle school student, um, there were some there were mostly not whole toilets, although whole toilets did exist. Yeah, um, but you had to have your own toilet paper.
4: Oh, mm. so
1: people would pass out on the street promotional packets of tissue
3: oh
1: um that were for using public toilets uh, and that wasn't universal, but it was uh, frequent that you would have to have your own you know own.
3: what i when I went to Korea for the first time probably around the same time, twenty five years ago. Uh it, i think I remember it being very similar. Like it was a crapshoot. <laughs> see Dang. what I did there, guys. We do. You see what I did. I there? see it and it's great. It's comedy. I see
2: it's, it and I love it. It's take, comedy. take that <laughs> uh, Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna exhume you just to taunt you and then bury you in a shallower grave.
3: Yeah. So some some public toilets would have the T P and others would not. Mm-hmm, and you no. would have to have your own. But 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 twenty five years ago, the vast majority of Korean public toilets were the were the whole the porcelain hole on the ground. I feel like the they're... deep squat scenario. And now, of course, South Korea is so such a rich country that toilets will you know wash your butt for you. And I got one of those. They're heated mm, and they'll be sure, like mint. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: would the
2: you the like weather
3: a mint yeah.
1: I yeah. got one of those. I got one of those butt washing. Oh, toilets. you do.
3: Yeah. Wait, you have
1: your in home? your home in my home. What? Uh, it's, it was an, It's an add on. Yeah. I didn't replace the entire fixture, uh, but it was a. It was a, a one year for. I am a notoriously difficult person to buy a gift for. Mm. And one year, my wife asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said, "You know, I am going to be honest with you." I want one of those toilets that washes your butt. What? So it's this is not a bidet. This is not a bidet. This is a uh, a toilet seat mm-hmm. that atta- that replaces your toilet seat, right? But is electrified, right? And a- and has access to water. Mm-hmm. I installed it, and I
3: don't remember how. That sounds terrifying. Electrified and access to water. Yeah. (laughs) No danger there. Sure. (laughs) He,
1: he He died a good death, electrocuted on his own toilet. But it notices when you're around and it warms up for you. That's oh Nice. God, uh, that's it'll squirt your butt. It'll dry your butt mm-hmm. with a blower. The squirter
2: moves. See, this is, now all...
1: is, is this Alexa enabled? <laughs> no, I, I wish it Alexa, was.
3: Alexa, dry my butt. <laughs> no, as someone who is thoroughly convinced that the robot overlords are coming fairly soon, sure. this mm-hmm. is all terrifying to me. <laughs> terrifying right, even if
1: in great. Our if toilets. The, if the robot overlords are coming to clean my butt, I say, welcome. <laughs> Blast my taint while you're at it. <laughs> sure. Thank you, Skynet.
2: <laughs> I have in the past couple of years just – I I am I'm such a white man. I'm such a flushable white man. I
1: love them. Oh. I love trying oh. new brands. I mean you you live in a rental house, so why wouldn't
2: you sure. be? Sure. Oh, yeah. It Flush them s- down there. It <laughs> <me> <laughs> I'll be out of there in a couple of years. <laughs> yep. Although maybe not. I might die there. It anyway. It took me
3: a second as soon as you said I'm such a white man. I, it took me a second – to be like, are we not all wipe?
2: Mm, we all wipe. We all wipe. We, we wipe. all wipe. No, like you it. meant I, the product. a flushable wipe. Yeah, got it. I'm a I'm a wipe man and mm. a white man, mm-hmm. of which it's something I am ashamed of. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. And do
3: you have a brand in particular that you really just are? are... I mean, I'm trying Scott now.
2: Oh, okay, I did some Charmin's, uh, Target Up and Up, pretty good wipe, Ooh. pretty good wipe, uh, and and uh, value conscious too. Oh, um, but yeah, I've also uh... is that a
1: concern on, for your bottom line? <laughs> uh,
2: <hey-o. laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, I had to see a doctor because I was in the
1: red. <laughs> that means there's blood on the toilet paper, Ew. right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, though, I think those he got all me, the... he got me back into the black by having me f- eat tar. <laughs> <laughs> sure, yeah, liquorish. I think those are all the poop finance <laughs> jokes.
2: <laughs> I think we've made them all. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, uh, I do not, I do not envy the person who has to use my toilet after I move out of that apartment. Mm. No. But again, I may die there. So, yeah. you know, <laughs> six a yeah. dozen, one half of the other. Anyway. I quit
3: using flushable wipes because I heard they're horrible for the environment. They're oh, very no. bad for the environment. Guys,
1: mm, do I want to know why? No, it's because they don't I do degrade like as
3: they, they claim degrade.
2: to. Mm, sure. Okay. Is there a, is there a, a conscious brand I could be using?
1: Uh, yeah, it's... Just a a bamboo leaf? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Thing that squirts your butt. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I I mean, Jordan, you can install this butt squirter yourself.
3: (laughs) Yeah. I did it at my house. Also the toilet. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Um, Yeah. But again, I mean, I think like Helen, I have overlord. uh, I have overlord concerns. So you're worried that this thing might be part of the Internet of Things.
2: (laughs) It might be.
3: I'm freaked out. Like I'm freaked out because I've seen the ones. I actually know a number of people that have them and I'm freaked out. Like you wave your hand over and the lid opens and oh then, And then wow. you wave your hand over it again, and it's heating up And it says,
2: it says give me num-nums, right? Like it says, it's <laughs> yeah. a little voice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't love that. I don't love that.
1: Alexa, give toilet
2: num-nums. <laughs> <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> See if they're taking care of each other. Yeah. Oh, right. Sure. Yeah. It's the, the
2: snake eating its own tail. Yeah.
3: I'm just very – I'm very ana- – I'm I'm clinging like a – just like an old lady to analog life. I, I I don't ascribe to Alexa. I don't want an echo in my place. I don't want the electric toilet. I even recently got a, a giant bag of dildos, and even those being electrical, I'm like, oh. Ugh, mm. Yikes. I have eight questions. <laughs> um <laughs> – it's just like, this is a great story. Please.
2: Well, let's hear it. So, I
3: actually added taping of Go Fact Yourself, mm-hmm. the show that I host here at Maximum Fun. The smash, a, the smash
1: the smash hit this, comedy trivia podcast,
3: Go is, Fact Yourself? That is exactly right. Co-hosted right.
2: by Rescue Cat and <laughs> Angels enthusiast, J. Keith Van Stratton.
3: The very one.
1: That's the one.
3: The very one. Um, so we tape live in front of an audience. Wait, J.
1: Keith Van Stratton from thepointsguy.com? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Travel points columnist J. Keith Van Stratton. <laughs> and the host of Beat the Geeks that wasn't Blaine Kapatch. <laughs> Holy moly.
2: Anyway. That,
3: all one in the same person. We've
2: listed his resume. Yeah,
3: one in the same person. Um, so the tapings are in front of a live audience, mm-hmm. and everyone is invited to come because the tickets are free. And uh, there was a woman there, a lovely couple. They looked like a mom and dad. Like a a very normal kind of Midwestern looking couple come to the show because they're friends with one of the panelists or guests or something. And they come up to me after the show and we're chit-chatting. And they're like, oh, we had such a great time. I'm like, it's free. You should come back. Often she's like, we're going to make a thing of it. And then somehow in the course of our conversation with the lady, she's like, oh, you know, because I work at AVN. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up. AVN, the porn company? And she's like, yeah, it's just you know, I just I just test their sex toys, and I'm like, wait Whoa. a minute, sure, <laughs> hold up, you what did he what did he what? She's like, yeah, I get, I just, and the husband's like, ugh, you should see our living room; they're just everywhere. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, do you give away some of these goodies? Do you share the wealth? cuz i ha- i recently had a sex toy that died gustavo r i p Pour one oh. out gustavo <laughs> Gustav- was that oh, did you name gustavo or is that the name on the package no i named him okay yeah, you
1: did gustavo. you name him after uh los angeles <laughs> orchestra conductor gustavo <laughs> Dudamel? <Duterman? laughs> <laughs> the most famous los angeles gustavo yeah
3: <laughs> i was inspired by his wild wand waving uh-huh. yeah so sure yeah, yeah. i mean it is fits. almost fits.
1: dildonic. <laughs> sure
3: <laughs> Ooh, good use of the word dildonic. Thank you. Yeah, so, sort of my thing. So I had left a, a set of batteries inside Gustavo for way too long, mm-hmm. and they exploded, oh, and then yeah, Gustavo yeah, yeah. died. Classic problem. And uh, and it's you know, and they're ex- you know, the good ones are expensive, and it's not really a thing that I want to invest necessarily a ton of cash in. Right. But if you, I happen to meet a lady who's, for a, instance, for instance, who is a dildo tester. And you explained
1: patiently to her that while you were quite wealthy, you were cash poor. <laughs> it was really just a cash flow issue. Sure.
3: She sent me a huge box of just g- grand things, which half of them, I don't even know what they do. <laughs> And uh, and I pulled one of them out, and it's it's divine. It's uh, but the scariest thing is it's not. So Gustavo was analog. He, you just stuck two batteries, you know. Sure, artisanal. D. Just a, yeah. There's
2: a guy in Highland Park, yeah. making them in his dad's you garage.
3: St- sure. You stick two D batteries in there, and you're good to go. No, yeah. this thing you have to. It doesn't even come with a wall outlet plug. You only get a a plug that a USB plug. Oh, so, oh, it's, wow. so it's so it's you re- have to plug it. So into it's your reading computer. your
2: data. <laughs> <laughs> it's absorbing your and data. It's
3: judging me as sending it's sending <laughs> it back
2: to big dildo.
3: <laughs> I, can't, I can't stand that. Yeah, it's like nyang, 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 nyang. you know, it's got <laughs> like seventy two settings. Is it who is it telling about my settings preferences?
1: Sure,
2: Jeff yeah. Bezos specifically. <sighs> Hate it. Bezos mm. is
1: going to use it to inform his efforts at space travel.
2: <laughs> yeah. His rocket ship has 72 speeds.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Come on, Jesse, this is fun. (laughs) Uh, Mine also has 72 speeds, but it's just a blender. Mm -hmm. It's a blender that I stick my dick in. Yeah, I was talking to Ralph Nader about (laughs) Tiltos. Oh. Even a, at the first in any setting, it's, it's unsafe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse the Itchman thorn. I'm Jordan Morris, Fungal Daddy. <laughs> You know, Jordan Jesse Go is always supported by our listeners. uh, all the kind MaxFund members who go to MaximumFund.org slash donate. We are also this week supported by our friends at RX Bar, a whole food protein bar made with one hundred percent Whole ingredients. Their core ingredients do all the talking. It's simply like eating three egg whites, two dates, and six almonds. RX bars come in 11 delicious flavor varieties. They just introduced three new flavors mango, pineapple, peanut butter, and berries, and chocolate hazelnut. Gluten free,
2: soy free, dairy free. They're great for tons of occasions: breakfast on the go,
1: travel snacks, pre- or post-workout snacks. Jordan, I was just at my uh, cabin in the uh, in the beautiful sequoia groves mm-hmm. of Sequoia National Monument, and. Guess what I was snacking on? RX bars. You got it. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: That's what I said. Yeah, I, I ate uh, it sort of dirt bike
2: style. No. <laughs> uh, I love them too. I always uh, I always keep a couple around the house, and they're great. Uh, and I think because of having RX bars at the ready, I'm I'm driving through less. Oh I'm pulling yeah. Pulling over and getting those donuts less. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in general, feeling feeling like a a a, a less of a. Um, less of
1: a grease bomb. Rx Bar has also introduced Rx Nut Butter, which is available in honey cinnamon peanut butter, peanut butter, and vanilla almond butter. For 25% off your first order, go to rxbar.com slash JJGO and enter the promo code JJGO at checkout. Rxbar.com slash JJGO, promo code JJGO. We are also, also Jordan. Yes. Supported by our friends at ZipRecruiter. Are you hiring? Are you posting your position to job sites and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it? Well, good news. ZipRecruiter has an enormous robot brain at their headquarters (laughs) dedicated to finding qualified applicants for your job. It learns what you're looking for, identifies people with the right experience, and invites them to apply for your job. Are you concerned it may become too powerful? So are we, but we (laughs) presume that ZipRecruiter has stopgap measures in place to control its intellectual power.
2: We can only hope they are responsible uh, given the massive amounts of power they have at their fingertips if you want to try it for free, you can go to ziprecruiter.com slash jjgo. Ziprecruiter.com slash
1: JJGO, the smartest way to hire. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse the Itch Man Thorn. Jordan Morris, Fungal Daddy.
3: <laughs> Helen Hong. <laughs> yeah.
2: That, great. <laughs> Honestly, that's one of the better <laughs> nicknames we've had. <laughs> yep. Love it. Love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caught
0: unawares. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, hey, this is maybe uh, something that you have seen on the internet uh, uh, recently,
1: but uh, maybe we'll talk about it on the show because we haven't talked about it on the show yet. I am pretty excited about this, Jordan. Um, I know you are excited I'm about this. I'm excited. Helen is moderately excited about this. I'm I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> you are. You I'm are here. here. You're here I'm and physically you're physically here. It's true? So for a couple of months we have been teasing a special secret project. <laughs>
2: Edging, if you will.
4: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: Uh we have been teasing a yeah. special secret project for you and we are finally ready to announce it. This is like seriously this is the hardest the, it's certainly the hardest I've worked on any project here at Max Fun. I think it's probably the hardest you've worked at. Shh. I mean, you work very hard on this show. <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, it is. I, I can say this: it is absolutely the hardest I have worked on a
2: Max Fun thing.
1: Um, and this is something that is like by far the most ambitious thing we've ever done at Max mm-hmm. Fun. Um, this is something that. We are so immensely proud of, and it's something that you can subscribe to right now. Now, Jordan. Yes. You're the creator of this thing. Mm-hmm. Are you ready to tell America what it is? <laughs> yes.
3: Wait, uh, I need to get to the edge of my seat. Okay.
1: Yeah. All right. Okay, wait. Thinking, right. thinking of a joke thing.
2: <laughs> no, uh, I'll just say it. Uh, we're doing a uh, an eight-part sci-fi comedy scripted miniseries uh, called Bubble, uh, and it's coming June 13th to MaximumFun.org and wherever you get your podcasts. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> cheering throngs. Woo-hoo. Uh, yeah, it is a really cool show. If you are a long-time J.J. Go listener or a last couple years J.J. Go listener, uh, you might remember this as a pilot I wrote about a year ago, and we did a stage reading of it and put it in the J.J. Go feed and got um, a lot of cool fan response from it, and kind of the resounding feeling was, when are you guys making more of these? And... <laughs> we and said you we weren't planning on it, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was. It was such a we got such an awesome uh, experience. We uh, we got such an awesome response to it. Rather that kind of it seemed like the logical thing to do. Um, and this is like an.
1: Ins- I want to be clear. This is an insane project. Yes, for us. it's absolutely
2: crazy.
3: Is- I mean, f- kind of from the outside looking in, I could see. How much work had gone into it? I mean, I just, just coming and seeing the reams and reams of script pages and all the people that were involved and the, and the great cast, a big cast. I was like, "Whoa!" Including Helen Hong, we should say yeah. Helen, yeah.
2: Hong yeah. Featuring Helen Hong has a has a great uh, featured role in uh, one of the episodes. Pops up in more than one of the episodes. Yeah, I was very yeah. Honored. She's really really funny, and it probably riffs some better things than <laughs> we're in the script. Honestly, <laughs> um, yeah. So this is a it's a kind of a sci fi comedy. Um, it's uh, it's about kind of a little. Uh, a little hipster town like a Portland or a Brooklyn that is under a literal bubble Uh, and outside the bubble are uh, kind of crazy insane monsters trying Mm -hmm. to get in and our uh, main characters uh, are kind of casualties of the gig economy and have to use a Uber-like app to uh, kill the monsters to make ends meet and yeah, uh, check out I want to maybe mention some of the
1: uh, people we had writing on this thing. It yeah. uh, well, wasn't uh, just you. Co-executive producer, one of our most beloved yeah. guests on Jordan Jesse Go. Uh,
2: Nick Repeat Adams
1: uh, kind
2: of definitely shepherded this thing all the way to the end. Mm. Uh, if you don't, he's a beloved Jordan Jesse Go guest, writer on BoJack Horseman, writer on New Girl. Uh, one of uh, our favorite funny people for sure. And writing some other episodes, we had uh, Janine Brito. Uh, Sarah Morgan, Dan Kennedy, and Ryan Perez, all people you will know from Jordan, Jesse go and right. definitely some of our,
1: our favorite funny people. Yeah, some really brilliant funny people. And we called in... Now, I can't tell you that we made any of these people rich with their no, salaries. No. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we paid everyone involved. Um, uh, Helen, and I, I'm interested to hear what you did with your $100. It <laughs> <laughs> didn't go to Dildos. We know that because she gets I, those
2: for free. I got those
3: for free. I spent it at a Sabaros in Turkey.
2: Oh, yeah. Yep, I got yeah.
3: It's Sabaro. easy.
1: Sabaros is extraordinarily expensive in Turkish <laughs> right. airports. It's it's like Levi's in the Soviet Union before <laughs> the fall of the Berlin Wall.
3: They were asking for Turkish lira euro and i was like oh no i got I have some... 100 american <laughs> let me, dollars s- <laughs> let
1: me sign this ca- this check over to you <laughs> I, I, that's right i did a voice on a podcast <laughs> like an episode of a sitcom from 1988 <laughs> yeah um, um, so uh, oh, our primary cast mm-hmm. let's talk about our primary cast yes. for a second because they're all Jordan Jesse Go favorites and they're all brilliant geniuses yes. yeah. so great uh, we're looking at Allison Becker yes from Parks and Recreation mm-hmm. among many other things mm-hmm. uh, we're looking at Eliza Skinner the great Eliza Skinner from the uh, James Corden show and Drop the Mic on mm-hmm. TBS mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we've got Mike Mitchell yeah, from the Doughboys and the Birthday Boys and Love on Netflix. Uh, Keith Powell from 30 Rock. Yeah, maybe you've heard of a show called 30 Rock. Yeah, <laughs> he was on that. And he's in our thing! You know, the funniest <laughs> show ever. Yes.
2: Uh, and Cristela Alonzo from Cristela and uh, one of the voices in Cars
1: 3. Yeah, a really, brilliant. really
2: funny stand-up comic.
1: Mm-hmm. And a brilliant actress, too.
2: Yeah, she yeah. is great in this thing.
1: Uh, uh, I'm not gonna act like I uh, spent any time with her work in Cars 3 to check to whether mm-hmm. she was a great actress. I had seen Cristela, which is, was a really funny mm-hmm. uh, network sitcom, obviously kind of a very different part from what she was playing and stuff. Sure. Cristela just blew me away. She can act her ass off. Absolutely. And, I did uh, see
3: Cars 3, and I was I cried.
1: Yeah, there yeah. you go. I, it was, wow. it was,
3: it was, like I was like, oh. Those Pixar's, man. Those
1: Pixar's. Uh, they tear, got their finger on the pulse yeah. of yeah. the yeah. tears.
2: It's
3: so true. <laughs> the tear pulse. Uh, was
1: like, huh. uh, Tavi Gevinson is the narrator of it. Yeah, um, that's right. We got it, girl. Tavi Gevinson, Evan- yeah, she's a genius and a great actress.
2: And uh, a lot of cool, a uh, lot of cool guest, ca- uh, guest cast. Helen Hong, mm-hmm. we mentioned, uh, probably
1: headlined by Helen Hong. Headlined by say? Helen <laughs> Hong. So first, top, top Helen Hong. Then probably Judy Greer would be second. Judy
2: Greer, we got. Um, yeah, uh, John Hodgman, Bill Judy Corbett. Greer from
3: Jurassic World. <laughs> from Jurassic World. Oh, that one. The one yeah. who
2: didn't go to Jurassic World. She yeah. called the main character on the phone. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, we got. Uh, John John Hodgman, Bill
1: Corbett, uh, Tawny Newsome, Vanessa The McElroys. Ramos,
2: the McElroy's. So good.
1: Yeah. Um, Rob Hubel. Yeah. I was Rob. just listening. Rob Hubel is a, is a key role in the pilot, and he is hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. Turns out he's good at his job. That's why he's so successful at it. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We even have three new semi-original songs by Jonathan Colton. Yeah, Jonathan Colton. Uh, you'll uh, eagle
2: eagle-eared fans will hear in uh, in the first couple episodes, and uh, yeah. So it's the, and and just tons more, just a shit ton more. Uh, Martin Starr from Silicon Valley. Um, uh, yeah, just keep get, you know listen, give keep, keep, give a listen for an all your extra or John Roderick, John Max Roderick, John Roderick makes an appearance. Um, yeah, and it's definitely like this is a real like passion project and it something that i definitely felt felt very strongly about i uh you know i this was something that i had kind of wrote as being a tv pilot and you know after we did the you know after we released that reading it definitely like got some interest like i got you know meetings from it for like real life like tv companies like right uh things that would impress you if i said them wow and
1: and kind of the meetings all Jordan, I don't think we're speaking out of school when sure. we say that you had a little sit-down with the creator of the purge.
2: <laughs> I... what? One of his guys. One of his guys. Yeah, one of his guys. Okay. And I think all of the all of the meetings kind of sort of went like this. Um most of them kind of went like this, is that like I was really surprised how much people Because sometimes you go to – I mean, Helen, I'm I'm sure you know this phenomenon of going to a showbiz-type meeting and feeling like, oh, this person has no idea who I am and they have certainly not read my thing. Nope. Uh, in these cases, people did seem familiar with it. They liked it. A lot of people had these really cool, like, insights about it. Oh, I love it. that. I know it was like it was it was awesome. And they're like, we responded to it. Oh my god! Like, does this pay off in later episodes? And like, I love that. And they and yeah, and we would like chat about this for a long time. And then they would all end with like, yeah, well, God, thank you for coming in. We loved it so much. It's way too crazy, and we'll never make it. <laughs> Aww. Uh, so this is definitely just like a thing that I think we loved and wanted to do more of. Oh, I have OK. This is, this is a good example of what the showbiz reaction to Bubble was like. Definitely one of the nicest, most surprising meetings I had was with uh, the woman who is the head of development at Billy Crystal's production company. Which wow. Seemed, which seemed odd. We, like, got together and we had breakfast. And well, she... You were
1: originally – you had been – just for context for Helen and maybe for some of our yeah. listeners, you had originally been pitching it as a one-man show. <laughs> right. And <laughs> – That's
3: a lot of characters. You know, and
1: she,
2: like, clearly really liked it and, had, and, like, picked out all of these little things that I kind of – I'm like, oh, these are just a little detail for me later. And she's like, so this is going to pay off later, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, that absolutely will. And – had clearly like read it several times, read it really closely, really liked it.
3: I love that. And kind
2: of at the end of the meeting, she's like, "Yeah, I mean, I'll you know, I'll I'll run it by Billy and see what he says, <gasps> but honestly, we've got five baseball movies in development."
1: <laughs> so I think
2: this is a thing that is definitely. Billy like, Crystal,
1: by the way, is working on Mister Four Thousand, starring yes. the Ghost of Bernie <laughs> Mac.
2: So, yeah, I think this is a thing that's maybe a little too weird for TV, but hopefully it's just right for podcast people who,
1: you know. I mean, here's what I think about it. I don't think it's necessarily that it's too weird for TV. It's just that this is like there's a lot of. This is this is a comedy. It's fucking hilarious, but there's also like a ton of wild action yep. and creatures. It's yeah, Helen. And, if,
3: yeah, if if you I, I, even just reading the, the the scripts that I read, I was like, oh, this this would be really expensive sure. to make as a TV show, and because there are there are th- things happening and action sequences and lots of extras and sound effects and you know all all that stuff. But as a podcast, I think it's it's really it it would be really good. Like it's just it'll draw you in.
1: Yeah, it's a world. It's a world you want to explore, but like it's, it's you know, Jordan. You've never been the boss of a TV show Mm -hmm. before, and somebody who's somebody who's friends with Mr. Billy Crystal, Willie. I call him. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right, Willie. Uh, Willie
3: (laughs) Crystal. Uh if you're
1: Willie Crystal is too close to a possible actual character, Willie Crystal Billy Crystal could have done like guest hosting Saturday Night Live in nineteen ninety two. Right, yeah. Um
2: but it's a questionable segment on comedy relief ninety six. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's like, "What? Whoopi said it was okay." <laughs> well, <laughs> um, but uh, like it it would be it would, you know, the reality was it to make a TV show of it, you know, you'd have to produce these action you'd, you'd have to produce all this action stuff and it would be challenging mm-hmm. and it would be scary for somebody who has the millions of dollars that it takes to say like, "Okay, guy who I like who wrote a great script, yeah. you sure, whose main credit is a fake game show." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you're in charge of this and one of the amazing things about audio is that while well, I will be frank. The amount of money that it costs to make this show is an extraordinary leap of faith for Max Fun, mm. uh, and we have no plans <laughs> or intention to earn it back. Mm-hmm. I guess, but like it's it's a, it you know it's an extraordinary audio production for us. Yeah. But we can create a thrilling fight in audio without ever having to uh, without ever having to you know hire Industrial Light and Magic. <laughs> And so that was why I was like, like this is totally within our means, yeah. and it's so great. Let's just fucking do it, and then figure it out from there <laughs> once we've done it's it. It's so
3: exciting, and it really does create a really cool world. And as someone who uh, is also like loves sci-fi as well, I was like, ooh, yeah, this is fun.
2: And Helen, I will say, speaking of action scenes, uh, you have you have quite a doozy in your I episode, do. and your efforts were amazing. <sighs>
3: I love hearing that uh,
1: efforts, by the way, are the sounds that voice actors make, yes. that are not words, <laughs> yes, sure. <laughs> there was a lot of random fight noises
2: I
3: think that that might be my first and only fight scene, yeah, well, uh, As hopefully, an actor hopefully, you it's...
1: mean forever i think <laughs> I think if you you know you 'd probably have to take a. Maybe a Krav Maga class, <laughs> but once, once you've got that under your belt, yeah. I think you'd be a hot commodity. Yeah.
3: Atomic Blonde 2. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Hear me.
1: <laughs> Atomic
3: not a, 2. Not a natural Atomic, blonde this time. <laughs> Atomic Brunette. Hello. Yeah.
2: Um, so, yeah, the I think the trailer is up now. You can listen to that, and you can also subscribe to it now. So, the first episode comes
1: out June 13th, so, yeah, yeah so get subscribe. in there and There's subscribe. A, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay it on the line here, Jordan. Please. If you're a Jordan Jesse Go listener and you don't subscribe to Bubble... Mm-hmm. Not only are you missing an incredible opportunity. Not only will you be sad about the mistake that you made for years to come. Yeah. I will never speak to you again. <laughs> sure. I me too. Yeah. I'm there I'm there with you. I mean, I uh, you know, I'll still value you and maybe you're a MaxFun member, I'll I'll value sure. your contribution to my, you know, my career and everything. But uh no, I'm going to look you up and down. <laughs> And turn my back to you. Yeah. So should we ever have the opportunity to converse? <laughs> um, oh, you know, can I? This is I have a little bit of a little bit of a
2: backtrack. I would like to maybe shout out a couple of the great punch-up writers we had.
1: Oh, we uh, had so many cool people come in. So, like, basically, Jordan. You know, Jordan created this thing, and Jordan and Nick map it out. Mm-hmm. This is sort of the writing behind the scenes of the yeah, writing yeah, process. Here. So the the two of you wrap it out, and we had these amazing people that we thought of the real brilliant geniuses who might be willing to do it for the amount of money we could afford to pay them. Which was not much! Yeah, and Jordan, you kind of, you went above and beyond, and you found time in your busy work schedule to to write several episodes, but uh, we wanted to bring in awesome people to write the rest. And once we brought those in, then we brought in a group of incredible people to do what they call in TV Punch-Up, which is, you just go through everything and find every joke and think, is this the best version of this joke? Yeah. We did, uh, We had
2: Riley Silverman, uh, Danielle Radford, uh, Jane Borden, who I don't think has been on Jordan Jesse Go, but she should be sometime yeah. soon. Cool lady. Uh, John Gutierrez, Alison Becker helped with the punch up. Uh, Nick Weiger, the other dough boy. Um so yeah a lot of really really cool funny funny people helped make this happen and it's it's awesome I'm so excited about it it's one of the most fun creative things I've done in a long long time and yeah I hope you subscribe right now
1: yeah like seriously take your phone out of your pocket right now and type in bubble and you can subscribe you can listen to the preview uh it's a it's such a blast like just from the very first episode it's a it's a total blast and you're going to love it I listened to it um Driving uh, up to my vacation with my family in the car, there are some s- swears. In yes, it.
2: there's a little, do not listen in front of children, but you know, um, or if, or if, you know, or if you think your children are mature enough to
1: hear it, if they can handle alternative universe drug use. <laughs> uh, yes,
2: there yes, there is a lot of uh, yes, there is a lot of uh, alien blood being used to make psychedelics in this.
1: Um, uh, but uh, I listen to it, and I have to say. Um, you know, I'm. It's scary to do something like it's genuinely scary totally. to do something. Like I love and trust you, Jordan, and I love and trusted the work that you were doing. And I was like, well, you know, we know a lot of really cool people that can be in this, and hopefully they'll do great. And the, you know, the people that the people that we brought in to work on it that we didn't know were doing an amazing job, like Eric Martin, our director, who we didn't know previously. Yeah. Um. Like everybody, everything was amazing. But I was like, the proof is in the pudding, and like maybe this sucks. Like maybe it just lies sure. flat when it when it gets played. And listening to the first, the first rough cut of the first episode with all of the sound design that Ben Walker, our, our sound designer, made and everything, it was like, oh, fuck no, this is awesome. (laughs) Yeah. This is
2: fucking great. It's really, really cool. I I definitely- And
1: I want to be clear. Both of us hate everything we do. (laughs) Sure,
2: yes. Everything I've ever done is bad. Yeah. Uh, But uh, yeah, this is really, really cool. And I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just so
1: excited people are going to get to hear it and going to get to hear the rest of the story. And I also want to encourage, like, I feel like Jordan Jesse Go listeners, that's our- you know that's our easy audience, you guys sure. hopefully you care about this show and us enough to give this thing a try. yeah, um, you've always wondered what Helen's efforts sound like yeah. <laughs>
2: uh.
1: um we're working we're working really hard uh we're we're working really hard to to get this show out to the world, sure. and so my hope is that you will listen to the show, listen to the trailer. And just talk about it and share it with people that you know, because we don't have a shot We, you know, there's we're not going to be able to buy bus ads for this thing. Yeah. Um, I will be talking about it on the bus.
2: <laughs> loudly. <laughs> I will be playing and it on my phone with uh, with no headphones. I mean,
1: we're hoping to bring uh, we're hoping to bring Graham Clark into that bus talking effort from <laughs> yes, Stop podcasting yourself you. to Graham make it Loves it, to ride the bus. That's sort of our international marketing push. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like uh, hashtag bubble pod. Um, and just like, let's really, let's really make it happen because I I really believe in this show. I think it's like some of the most special work we've ever done and and we need you to share it with everybody.
3: I think it's not a big leap of faith for, for fans of you guys' show, this show. You're not going to hate it. Believe me. It's, it's, there's so much work that went into it and it's, you know, a lot of your favorite people. Yeah. It's, it's, the quality is really there. And And, you know, just being in this tiny booth with. You know, at one point there were seven of us crammed in here kind of <laughs> yeah. doing the scenes out. But I was like, wow, this is really good.
1: I had a really good time the other day, Jordan. You you weren't here for this, but um, we had to record the sounds of, like, crowd murmurs mm-hmm. and uh, alarmed crowds. Yeah. Uh, no spoilers here, but sometimes but some, crowds are some, alarmed. Some, yeah, something alarming <laughs> happens in public. <laughs> and so we literally, I mean, we were like... Okay, so we just have to get everyone that works here into this little booth. Oh, yeah. And uh, have everybody go, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was some of the most fun I've had. Oh,
2: cool! That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Audio cameo from uh, the Max Fun staff. Yeah. See so if you can you
1: pick out Lindsay Pavlis. Who knows? <laughs> can you hear a Stacy Molsky? A Daniel Baruela? Where's Bickram? <laughs> okay. When something momentous happens to you, like you get thrown into the booth for your new favorite podcast bubble, we ask you to call us at 206 4 Fun or record a voice memo, and send it to us at jjgo at maximumfun.org. For our segment, Momentous Occasions, here is the first such occasion. Hello, Jordan, Jesse, and Gary Busey. Uh, this is Willie from Lawrence, Kansas, calling. She's calling with a momentous occasion. I uh, recently discovered a, a setting on my phone that allowed me to open it with my voice. It had this voice recognition thing where it, have me repeat things so that I could stay crazed and then it would unlock automatically on my voice and just my voice. Uh, the other day after I set that up, uh, I went to the bathroom and had my phone in my pocket. I sat down and started to uh, do my business and uh, the noises that I subsequently started to make apparently sounded enough like my voice that it made my phone unlock. So uh, cool. That was it. Uh, love the show. And uh, uh, kiss, kisses. Bye. Toilet Alexa, <laughs> play Huey Lewis and the News. Sports. Sure.
3: See, this is what I mean about the robot the overlords. overlords. You don't want robot overlords under your butt. That's
1: yeah. a fair
2: point. You
3: don't get so them away from fair. your butt. Mm-mm. That's only nope.
2: for
1: that's... the person you're married to. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, you think those robot overlords have a flared base? I don't think so. Know they probably don't. <laughs> yeah, probably not. Oh, but I mean, I do. I mean, when I am on the
2: toilet and maybe having a little bit of a hard time, like mm-hmm. maybe I haven't enough, ate enough, eaten enough fruit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I will often yell my own name.
3: Just again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jordan, that's, oh, that's I, weird because when I have trouble on the toilet, sorry. I yell your name as well. Oh wow, well.
2: <laughs> Jordan! <laughs> yeah, Jordan, Jordan, yeah. yeah, and I live below you, so it's actually yeah. it's actually a little bit of a it's really it's confusing, I'll <laughs> say.
1: Well, certainly for your phone that keeps turning on whenever Helen's <laughs> sure. using the bathroom. Yes, <laughs> yeah, I mean I. I have worked up a little system where whenever I get a little clogged up on the inside, sure. I just yell, my voice is my password. Verify me. Right, sure, from sneakers. <laughs> from the head right. film sneaker. Yeah. <laughs> why is that the only thing I remember about
2: the movie Sneakers? It might be the only memorable thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Other than
1: Dan Aykroyd wants a Winnebago. That's oh, why I remember okay. that. So Then he gets it at the end, I think. Um, by the way, can I just acknowledge that Gary Busey is probably the most off-base uh, guest – guest guests we've ever had in a Jordan Jessica momentous occasion call although
2: uh, I didn't mention Jake Busey earlier in the show so that's a fun little bit of synergy that's a
1: fun bit of synergy that's fun when Mm -hmm. we listen to bubble will we get fun in jokes like that one
2: no (laughs) (laughs) but if you want if you are listen if you are a huge bubble fan yeah And, you know, you're out there, you're tweeting about the show. Oh, yeah. You're reviewing it on Apple Podcasts. Mm -hmm. Facebook messages. You're sending Facebook messages to all your friends. How about the Secretary of Defense? Send him one.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) He needs something to do. Yeah. He's got a long commute, I hear. How about Orville Redenbacher? Popcorn magnate. Send him a tweet. Uh, So, yeah, if you're out there
2: tweeting to Redenbacher (laughs) and you want me to personally call you and talk about Jake Busey while you listen...
1: I'll do it. What? You know, I'll do it.
2: That's no fair. No way. Yeah. I, think, I mean, we'll have to, you know, we'll have
1: to work it out timing wise, but I'm into it. We, by the way, have a publicist on this. So if you are, if you want to, if you're like a journalist or oh, yeah. a podcaster and you want to help us do some press, hit us up at jjgo at org and we'll, uh, we'll share it with our publicist. Absolutely.
3: I'm impressed that you guys have a publicist yeah, on this. Yeah. Sh- Which, I hired a publicist. Spending Monet.
1: Yeah, with no hope of ever getting it back. (laughs) Uh, Yeah,
3: what am I doing? I'm the world's worst business
1: person. (laughs) This thing is a. I would call this thing a hilarious sinkhole. It's a delight.
3: Hilarious. The best best type of sinkhole. (laughs) Yeah, I mean this is probably this is probably
1: the worst financial mistake I've made Mm -hmm. since I funded uh, that reboot of the movie The Money Pit. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of like funny and fitting that it cost yeah. you all that money, though. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of in-joke that you don't get on Bubble. That's <laughs> true. Uh, let's take our next call.
4: Jordan, Jesse, and subsequent guests. Uh, I just witnessed a rare triple shaka, which I will explain. There was a car driving, and for some reason, out in the front of the car, the driver put their hand out and gave that uh, surf shaka. You know, the pinky out, thumb out, middle fingers down. And uh, did the Shaka. The car behind it then put their hand out the window, did the Shaka. And then the car behind that did the Shaka. And I thought, maybe
1: they're all driving together um, in a caravan. But no, the first car turned. The other car kept going. The third car eventually split off as if they had nothing to do with each other. Just a triple Shaka. And I hated it, and I loved it all at the same time. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Love the episode. That I'm currently listening to, hopefully on. <laughs> nice. Uh, Triple Shaka. A lot of athletes are afraid to attempt that mm-hmm. uh, because they're they're worried that they'll get knocked on points if they don't land it perfectly. I'm sure.
3: <laughs> I don't think I understood a single word of that.
2: Vocal. <laughs> you know, sir, you aware of this gesture, Helen? And I am yes. making the and it, the, the, the little, hang hang yeah. loose yep. mm-hmm. Shaka bra. Um it sounds like what happened was that this guy just witnessed a spontaneous you know some guy did it out the window and what? then it was a domino effect a kind of a chill human centipede of <laughs> <laughs> of chillness uh, You know what if rock- i
3: saw two cars ahead of me doing the hang loose thing out the window i absolutely would follow suit Here's now
1: I'd I don't want. like. You wouldn't be worried that it's Shaka one of the. Brah. It's one of those things where it's a gang initiation. Oh, of some and then kind. they come kill me. Yeah, and yeah. you'd be forced <laughs> to uh, pull off extreme
2: <laughs> sports-related heists, <laughs> like the movie Point Break, starring Gary Busey. Oh!
3: Oh! a <laughs> stage. Hashtag synchronicity. <laughs> it all comes back to Gary Busey. It all comes, hashtag hashtag to Busey. bubble pod.
2: Hashtag, hashtag bubble pod. Hashtag.
3: It all. Hashtag. It all comes goes back. back to Busey. Yeah.
2: Hashtag. Jake Busey is his son.
1: What's amazing is, like, I feel like if you were in a mall or Mm -hmm. a park or another public place, you might see this. But in cars, these guys can't even see each other's chain wallets. Right. To know that this is a safe. Maybe they
2: have like a, maybe it's like a bumper sticker situation. Maybe he sees the rip curl sticker. Maybe he sees the, you know. Follow me to a 311 Maybe. concert
1: sticker.
3: <laughs> Maybe each arm that came out the window was sleeved. Oh, and tats. you see
1: the tribal tat. The
3: tat sleeve. And that's how you knew.
1: Do you think that what happened was mm-hmm. all three of these guys were listening to NPR? Mm-hmm. <laughs> listening to hell on Wait, wait, don't tell yes. me. Yes. There was a report about uh, the president pardoning uh, legendary boxer Jack Johnson. <laughs> sure. Posthumously. Yeah. Uh, they had never heard of the boxer and the report wasn't specific enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were just super stoked that Jack oh, Johnson was Johnson. off the hook. Singer songwriter Jack Johnson is that. Yeah. From too. the movie Curious George. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, chill singer songwriter Jack Johnson wrote songs for the movie Curious Stop George. Stop it. That's fun. That's real.
2: Kids need to be more chill, I think. And I think that's a good that's a step in the right
1: direction. Yeah. Can I tell you something about singer songwriter? We'll Jack Johnson in National Public Radio. Please. One time, I think, it was, I think it was long enough ago that I was driving to Santa Cruz mm-hmm. from San Francisco. I heard an in-depth interview on, we'll say, Weekend Edition with mm-hmm. Jack Johnson, the singer, <laughs> the chill singer-songwriter. <laughs> uh, he was in the middle of a, a tour that he was doing to promote the world's oceans. Oh. <laughs> Just get out of awareness. They need promoting. And, they're uh, there, guys. Mm-hmm, they're, yeah. You really, I mean, you couldn't find music further from my personal taste than mm-hmm. Jack Johnson. Sure. Man seemed like a lovely man. Yeah. I was like, this Jack Johnson seems like such a fucking class act. I really had to reevaluate my whole value system.
0: I was like,
2: should
1: I be a chill bro? I mean, and I think that is the
2: thing with your like, and I don't know necessarily know if you would describe... Jack Johnson's music as white reggae. I don't yeah, think I'm as familiar with it as <laughs> it's a li- it's white reggae adjacent. It's I kind mean, of it- in that zone of uh, kind of. I
3: hate that feeling when you want to despise someone. That's like uh yeah. I was on. A- wait, wait, don't tell me. And the guest was. um Oh man, what's the name of that horrible quarterback from the New England Patriots? Tom Brady. Oh my God, he was on, and I was like, groan. <laughs> Boo! Thumbs down. But then he turned out to be a lovely person, and I was like, "But you
1: you you know why? You know why he did that? He he deflated his (laughs) hand slightly to make them easier to catch. Deflated (laughs) your expectations. Yeah.
2: Um, Yeah. I mean, I think the the thing about that zone of guy, the Mm -hmm. thing the the triple shaka, tribal tatted dude, is that like you know, usually probably a pretty pleasant dude, Mm. nice interested in you probably asks you a lot of questions nice yeah. to have a conversation knows where with. the
3: best fish taco
2: is knows where the best fish taco Absolutely. is I think yes, that yes. is definitely a core competency it's, of that guy mm-hmm. yeah he knows the he knows the fish taco place you're thinking of and he thinks you should go to the other
1: yes. one i mean anytime <laughs> you're looking for a restaurant yeah that you can wear board shorts too right Yeah, he's your man for a recommendation if you're wearing board shorts Mm -hmm. you're concerned you're not gonna be able to get into your favorite eateries or you'll Mm be you'll stick out right
3: he's like no we got you bro yeah Yeah. great guac
1: great guac (laughs) killer guac good guac
2: killer guac um yeah hey you know know what I say if if you're if you're on the road this summer and you see a triple shaka make it a quadruple shaka Mm. who are you to stop the shaka Mm mhm Don't stop the shaka. Keep it going.
3: Hashtag bubble.
2: Hashtag bubble (laughs) pod.
1: Hashtag
0: three eleven. Keep
1: keep,
3: keep
0: the shaka going. Keep
1: the shaka going. Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica.
0: (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
4: i love it oh Oh, good stuff every
1: time uh well i hope that you're enjoying this podcast you're listening to as much as we
2: are pretending to but anyway why not listen to another podcast too it's called the flop house and on our podcast uh we have recently watched a movie
1: often a bad movie and we review it on our podcast but mainly talk about other stuff and i don't know hang out
3: it's all about hanging out, feeling like you're, like you're being with your
2: best friends. Who are your best friends? Us three. Dan McCoy, <laughs> Emmy Award winning writer for The Daily Show. Stuart Wellington, owner of the best bar in Brooklyn, Hinterlands. And Elliot Kalen, former Emmy winning head writer for The Daily Show with Jon Stewart. Former head writer of Mystery Science Theater 3000, The Return. Uh, so many things. Author of the upcoming children's book. All Christmas, right, that's Dog. enough. The Elliot's credits just go on and on. Yeah, but if you like the idea of listening to. Th- Three funny guys talk about bad movies, then why not come over and listen to The Flop House? It's uh, available at MaximumFun.org or wherever fine podcasts are found. So get out of here!
1: Hey, we'd like to talk to you about our new podcast on Maximum Fun, Friendly Fire.
2: It's the podcast about action movies and Sylvester Stallone specifically. It's it's the show I've always wanted to make.
4: It is not that. It is not that at all.
1: It's a little bit more of a war movie podcast. It's not a little bit
4: more of a war movie podcast. It is explicitly a war movie podcast. We look at them from all sides and put them in a variety of cultural and historical contexts such that anyone is going to enjoy this show.
2: So go grab Friendly Fire every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: it's Jordan Jesse Go I'm Jesse Thorne America's radio sweetheart Jordan Morse, boy detective
3: Helen Hong Still caught off guard with the nickname.
1: You were pretty excited about Lisa, the fact that Lisa Loeb is in Bubble. I'm,
3: I'm I you're
1: like losing your shit I'm over like, here. Lisa
3: Loeb, makes you're like a yeah, 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 yeah. Movie Podcast? star
1: Judy Greer is in it, but
3: <laughs> no, that's that's maybe because I grew up with her.
2: I know Which we all did, and yeah, Lisa Loeb. Yeah, little bit of a spoiler, but Lisa Loeb pops up in an episode, so keep an ear out. Was she wearing the glasses when she was recording?
3: Yeah freaking out.
2: And I think an article of cat clothing if
1: I'm not mistaken.
3: Oh my yes, god. a cat
1: themed article was
3: totally uh, wearing see, a cat
1: dress. A super cute
3: dress with cats on it. If that is not reason enough for you guys all to subscribe to Bubble Pod right Do it. freaking now. Do it. <sighs> Um, yeah, Helen. Thank you
2: so
1: much for being on the show.
2: Thank you, you for it's, having me. Uh,
1: always, always a hoot to uh, to chat with you. I... Should we mention that my other favorite musician from 1993 was also in it, Glenn Danzig?
2: <laughs> right, that's awesome. <laughs> we didn't get we did oh. not, could get, not get Glenn Danzig. Yeah, <laughs> but maybe if the maybe if you know, I, I listen. I'm not I'm not going to put the cart before the horse here. But you know, if people respond well to Bubble, if everybody gets out there, and there's a season two, and there's a season two,
3: Glenn we'll, Danzig, we'll go out to Danzig.
1: <laughs> We, I, I think we need to explain something here, Jordan. Yeah. Because we've made a lot of jokes about Helen having murdered Peter Sagal.
3: <laughs> oh. we have?
1: Peter Sagel is a friend, mm-hmm. and he's very much alive. Absolutely. There I presume no he was
3: P- sick no or on Peter's, vacation. Yeah. He, there were no Peter Sagals harmed in the producing of this episode. <laughs>
2: right. The Humane Society was on hand mm-hmm. to make sure Peter Sagal
1: uh, was, was treated appropriately. Yeah. But Helen, I want to I let you know something. Which is, yes. you know, I've known Peter Sagel for a long time. Yes, he's always been really lovely to me.
3: He is, uh, by I, the way, like motorcycling through Italy or something like that right now. So yeah. n- don't don't yeah. worry about him. <laughs>
1: uh, and you know, I have I have uh, the most immense respect for Peter and, and his talent. And as I said, he's always been really considerate of me. Yeah, you know, despite being a real big fish in the public radio yes. uh, lake, and I'm a very small fish. A kahuna. Um, but I, I'll mur- I'll murder him for you if that's what you want. <laughs> so if you think that would be best for GoFact yourself and for you and your career, I, I will murder my friend Peter Sagal. <laughs> mm, good on your behalf. And you know what? If that means that someone else has to take over his
3: column in Runner's World,
1: <laughs> then so be it. Ooh. So be it. Wow,
3: I am happy to take. Uh, whenever Peter is on vacation, take any of his gigs except for that Runners World gig. <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: but you would feel pretty good about uh, the PBS show about the Constitution, right?
3: I would. Yeah, I would. I think yeah. you could yeah, take that. Totally.
1: You can handle that.
3: I, I, yeah. I mean, give me like a. You'd have to fight hysteria. Guy Branum
1: for it, to be clear. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think you could.
2: I think yeah, you could handle I think it. I can.
3: Yeah. Bring it on.
2: Um, go fact yourself the the, uh, hit. the
3: hit maximum quiz fun.
2: comedy podcast That's right maximum fun uh you guys record that
3: uh, every month at angel City yeah we do uh, a two Two Sundays a month. Unfortunately, they're not the. Uh, we don't have like the exact dates on the Sundays, but usually two Sundays a month at Angel City Brewery in downtown Los Angeles. The tickets are free. It's a great time. If you have anything to offer me, such as sex toys yeah. or anything, analog
2: I,
1: sex toys. We should be clear.
2: Not analog. Not sex d- toys. No
3: robot overlord sex toys. Come, come on by.
1: Come on by. And you can listen on a podcast no matter where you live, mm-hmm. uh, including an episode recently recorded at Max FunCon. Ooh. Ooh, or about to be recorded. At Max, to be. I'm counting my days. About to be recorded <laughs> at Max FunCon. there's a little. There's a little uh, look inside the schedule at Max FunCon. We got some celebrities there to Ooh. be uh, on. Uh, Go fact yourself. yourself. <laughs> and to a lesser extent, Jakey Fanstrat. Sure, a very lesser. Just, <laughs> I mean, the man is an Angels fan. Ooh, I know, right? <laughs> he
2: angels? probably likes the Rally Monkey. <laughs> Do they still have that. <laughs> I remember the Rally Monkey. <laughs> um, that's pretty good. Yeah. I was at a. Uh... I mean,
1: it really hurt me because uh, the Angels uh, came from behind to defeat the Giants in the mm. World Series that year. Sure, but yeah, it was a pretty solid piece of business. The monkey. Yeah, that that monkey.
2: Uh, and hey, Bubble, it's uh, you can subscribe now. Listen to that trailer. Uh, Helen's episode will be out shortly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's a ton of fun. We would we would appreciate it if you did.
1: Our producer Brian Sunny D Fernandez on the boards this week. If you heard a creepy distant laugh it's Mm -hmm. because this laugh penetrates the studio um, like an Mm. x-ray and uh, you can join us on the internet hashtag at JJGo on Twitter at Jordan underscore Morris at Jesse Thorne Helen Hong is at funny Helen Hong yes um, not to be confused with sad Helen Hong. Or
3: serious <laughs> Helen Hong or dour Helen Hong. Or sure.
1: dyspeptic uh, Helen Hong. Ooh, mm-hmm.
3: that's a good one. I'll have it's to follow just her. Little,
1: yeah, just a little, a, yeah, just you know.
3: Or even at Helen her. Hong. Yeah, that biatch.
1: Uh, <laughs>
2: fucking, Helen fucking Helen Hong between the ad
1: one. between ad Helen Hong and soccer player Jordan Morris you guys are just Uh-oh. fucked SEO wise. oh yeah you guys
4: are just asking oh, for yeah. it
1: uh you can also like jordan jesse go on facebook and join the chatter on reddit at maximumfun.reddit.com where i'm sure someone is explaining the difference between an edge man and an edge lord <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually kind of excited to read that one Doctor Who he's an edge lord right yeah sure <laughs> Uh, Tweet your corrections if you have them about the show or your just general contrary thoughts. At Gas Station TV, let them know uh, Mm -hmm. all the updates about the program. If you've got any beef with us or with Helen or with anything we've said, at Gas Station TV uh, (laughs) is the Twitter account to send those to. We'll be back next week on Jordan Jessica. Maximumfun.org
2: Comedy and culture. Artist owned.
1: Listener supported.